In today's episode we talk about Speak Your Mind Storytelling for Effective Learning by Dan Manalescu You don't need to be in order to tell your audience a nice story. What you need is something that people will understand, follow, and remember for a long time. In this ever-changing society of active, avid readers, stories have become an integral part of our culture and civilization. If we are true to ourselves, we go instinctively for the intensive cultivation of the mind. Authors create new stories with their own characters through the activity of storytelling. The text of these stories does not describe any real facts, but the message and the lessons we learn will stay with us if and because they engage the audience's imagination. A good story, because of its simplicity, will stay with us for a very long time. We always go back to the stories we heard when we were young or younger, and we usually expect a nice story when we read a book or watch a movie. Stories are essentially the basic element of literature, and can be used as a joke, as a lesson in humanity, or to illustrate a point during a debate. Here are just a few examples of good stories that will make learning some words and expressions easy and fun. Sincere. How we got the word sincere. Its etymology is a story in itself, long before people used money as a medium of exchange, they used to give each other gifts. The legend says that small objects of art, like small stones depicting gods, animals, or birds, were offered as gifts. When such gifts were handed down from generation to generation, because they were broken or had small cracks, the gift givers used to patch up the irregularities with wax, which is Sarah in Latin. When the present was given, the receivers wanted to make sure that the art object was real or new, so they asked, Sincera. In other words, without wax? And this is how we got the word sincere. Let's now take the word lobbyists and another example of a good story. It will include a quick perusal of Sean Callahan's blog posted in Business Storytelling. The author begins his writing with an historical anecdote which some people deem to be factual. Back in the 1870s the White House wasn't the most comfortable place to relax so Ulysses Grant, who was then the 18th President of the United States, would often unwind with a whiskey and cigar in the lobby of the Willard Hotel. Word got around that the president could be found in the hotel foyer so people would arrive seeking favors or just getting the ear of the president. After a time, those people became known as lobbyists. Well, you must have thought what a great way for the word lobbyist to come about. Regrettably, this story is just a myth. The term lobbyist was actually coined from the gathering of members and peers in the lobbies of the UK House of Parliament. Do you know how the expression turning a blind eye came about? Let me tell you that story. During the Battle of Copenhagen in 1801, the flagship commander signaled to Lord Nelson that he should stop attacking the Danish fleet and retreat. Nelson held a telescope to his blind eye and said, I do not see the signal. Having disobeyed the order, Nelson continued to attack and won the battle. This incident has come to be known as turning a blind eye. How about the expression, to lose one's marbles? Do you know how it originated? Well, to lose one's marbles is to lose one's mind. In the film The Cane Mutiny, Humphrey Bogart likened insanity with marbles when he showed his character, the demented Lieutenant Commander Quig, restlessly jiggling a set of metal balls under stress in court. The expression to lose one's marbles has now been shortened to simply losing it. Here is another interesting story and it is behind the expression to butter someone up. To butter someone up means to praise or flatter someone, usually to gain a favor. It is believed that it has originated in ancient India, where a customary religious act included throwing butter balls at the statues of gods to seek fortune and their favor. The story behind the word mile is also interesting. The word mile comes from the Latin mill, or 1000 in English. This word refers to a thousand complete paces, left foot and right foot, 
of the Legion's formal parade step. The distance in question is approximately 5,200 feet, which is the regular Roman way of measuring distance between towns. If you prefer a shorter story, you can try the word window. Centuries ago, there were no windows, but most houses had a small opening to let the air in. The people called such an opening the wind eye, which in time became window. You don't need to be in order to tell your audience a nice story. What you need is something that people will understand, follow, and remember for a long time. Most narratives or stories will be adapted or replicated, and some of them will create a trend. Take for example, the Aesop stories, or the love stories of Romeo and Juliet, Eloise and Abelard, to name just a few. What makes them so interesting is the fact that you will find more or less the same story in various cultures, across centuries, and with the same life lessons to be told. Dash. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this Speak Your Mind episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Verbalist's Education and Language Network, please visit our website verbalisteducation.com or follow us on Instagram at Verbalists. Thanks again, we'll see you next time. Until then, just be yourself, be you, and don't be afraid to speak your mind.